0: again live from denver colorado so funny so funny because the movie philadelphia totally different vibe yeah
1: why did they go for such a cheery song
0: with such a bummer flick dude totally different vibe to the, to the movie
1: tom hanks i believe he won an academy award for his uh portrayal no um no beef for like the cultural appropriation seeing that he's not a gay man playing a gay man Oh, they should have had
0: a gay man dying of AIDS. Yeah, like actually in the role. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he had to hurry up and film it because he died. Not even uh, there to take the get the reward.
1: That's right. Award.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Philadelphia Freedom Man. No freedom out there. I'll tell you what. Oh, that's lots safe. of
0: freedom. Freedom do uh, heroin apparently.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah. Have you seen those <laughs> videos going around TikTok? I've seen them quite a bit. At first, I thought they were doctored or staged, but uh, it's pretty obvious now. They have just like what uh, you would call what Skid Row, right? Essentially in Philly, they have their own Skid Row. Yeah,
0: that's basically what's going Uh, on. It's even worse.
1: Does Chicago have that going on? You know, we do a better job
0: of spreading them out. (laughs) Yeah, that's right, man. You got to thin. We we actually are doing a great job of like hiding them in these nooks that nobody would see. Like, if you drive, if you're a tourist or something, you're driving through the highway, you might not even see it. You know, it's not until you have to like work in the city and take these weird side roads, where you're like, is this a tent city? Like, why do they all have the same orange? (laughs) That's right. Is the government giving them these fucking square orange tents?
1: Pretty soon they'll start charging taxes for people for those little uh, spots that they're occupying. Better watch out, homeless. It's coming your (laughs) way. I got a friend of mine who lives more, you know, I'm in the burbs of Denver. He's out, if you would say, I guess the sticks maybe, you know, out near the Mountain Town area range, and he came into Denver for a wedding, and we were discussing how different Denver is now than it used to be, and how much it has changed. Uh, Not really so much for the better. And uh, the major topic, the topic du jour was essentially the tent cities and the stretches of homeless encampments that have just completely occupied entire swaths of the city. It's undeniable and you cannot, you can't not see it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's like a yeah. tattoo on the city. It's the, the tents, the tent cities are part of Denver now. I think it's pretty shocking for people who haven't I think been there in It's just part
0: of every city now. That's what we were kind of discussing. Oh, want to hear something crazy I learned? Oh, yeah. So apparently area codes, right? It's like a rule. You can't start with a one. And you can't have two consecutive ones as the last two numbers of your area code. Yeah.
1: Area code, like uh, when you have hose in different area codes? <laughs> exactly.
0: Are you talking zip codes or area codes? talking area codes you know like uh you know like 312 (laughs) that's right that's the chicago area code of course yeah and you know what uh new york is is uh 212 okay and the reason you got new york and chicago 212 312 is those are the fastest numbers to dial on a rotary phone really yeah, they, those are the fastest you could dial that you could legally get because you couldn't do one one one, right? Because you couldn't start with a one, and you couldn't do like two one one because you can't have two consecutive. You know, those are like emergency numbers, right? Oh, are we jamming out. Area yeah, I'm yeah. the fly baby.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Luda, he was way ahead of the times, my
0: man. He knows what I'm talking about. And he only fucks hoes with low area codes, you know, easier to die. Two
1: one twos. All right. So, uh, so you got New York, New yes. York got
0: two one two and Chicago got three one two. That's right. Uh, that's why. And those are usually, you know, kind of crazy.
1: That's interesting. Uh, Denver, famous for
0: the three oh three. Oh, there you go.
1: I am a late bloomer out here. I have the seven two zero.
0: Oh that makes sense though because uh like 303 that's 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 got to be after the rotary phone cuz zero nobody would want a zero in their area
1: post rotary good call my man i mean denver yeah. come on denver was around we're talking in the mining era the 49ers heading out west like this was a this was a stopover joint they must have had phone rotary phone action back in the day
0: yeah, but I think they weren't really doing the zip code back. You weren't doing long distance calls. Like even if you look at where three one two is in Chicago and where right. like two one two is in New York, those are like like uh business areas. All right, all right, yeah. You because I, gotcha. I mean back back in the day, rotary phones. Dude, do you remember Remember how pissed everybody was when we started having to dial the area code on every number, even yes. within your local calls? Yeah,
1: it was heinous. I was very it upset. Was like about- the tr- <laughs> it
0: was like the trade-off. You no longer paid for long distance outside your area code, but now you had to dial it even inside your area code. Wow, man. It was like kind of the trade-off, right? I'm just saying, the reason that was a big deal back in the day was for like long distance business calls and shit.
1: For sure, yeah. It was just a pain in the ass. And yeah, Rotary Phone, we had one downstairs it was a classic rotary had the blues brothers um, <laughs> the blues uh, in the brothers. middle of the dial there huge fan the of that phone, phone. absolutely <laughs> love that phone
0: uh, still there it's still there still, it's, you know, it's still there still working
1: it's still operating still getting phone calls day and night from telemarketers
0: uh, see our dad's a genius because in the basement it's like is a uh, wine cellar it's a wood shelf That he just mounted this phone to, and then uh, he writes notes on the wood and just sands them off when the wood gets full. (laughs) yeah, You got like 30 years of notes on that board.
1: That is a good call. And uh, (laughs) after so many years, you can just sand them away. I don't need those notes anymore.
0: (laughs) Goodbye. I don't think Jim's still waiting for the call. uh, (laughs) Jim is dead.
1: Uh, so we were touching a bit on it, the uh, the homeless problem. Uh, it's affecting every city, as you were saying. And I came across a little bit this weekend. I was kind of shocked. The place that I associate homelessness with, I would argue maybe even the reason why we have a homeless problem nationwide. I think the birth uh, of the idea that it's okay to be homeless and, and tent. And First of all, I guess, I, I, can't deal, I can't
0: deal with this bigotry anymore. Unhoused. Unhoused. Not homeless. (laughs) I'm a known bigot. There's no doubt about it.
1: We all know this. Uh, So the unhoused have, uh, I believe, the unhoused phenomenon and the idea that we're supposed to just deal with it started in Portland, Oregon. That was one of the first cities, in my mind, I recall. you could yeah, it was maybe, definitely
0: a West Coaster thing.
1: San Fran, Portland, Seattle. You could toss them into the group all around the same time. But Portland, for me, was the first place where I hadn't been there in a while. I come back and visit, and I'm like, yeah, this this place smells like human shit. Like, that's what <laughs> this place smells like. <laughs> it just smells like human shit everywhere I go. This is a. This place is fecal matter. There's no other <laughs> description for Portland, right? Yeah,
0: and, it's practically an open sewer. Yes, it's practically an open sewer. Portland like, was the
1: first city to be that way in my mind. From in the last six or so years, San Fran is up there, but there were still parts of San Fran uh, where that were rich and nice, and you could avoid the perpetual poop stank. That was just permeating throughout I, the I, air. I,
0: I'm telling you right now, like people don't believe me, but I'm telling you right now, you could blindfold me, drop me in Chicago. I'll tell you <laughs> where I am based on the ratio of dog piss to human piss. Yes, like wh- whatever, like the ratio I'm smelling, I could tell you where I am in the city. That's, that's how bad it is. And no matter where you are, it smells like piss. But is it, yeah. is it, the, is it the dogs of the upper north side? Or, <laughs> you know what I mean? For sure. Yeah, now
1: Portland, in my mind, I'm going to say in the last 10 years or so was kind of the uh you know the top player when it came to cities where there's just overpiling trash and homeless encampments and strung out drug users and just the constant smell of feces Ugh. and urine in the air—that was Portland. Now it's everywhere. It's Denver. It's Chicago. It's just every yeah, city. They can't you keep think up of. You no. invited this. Shit. Absolutely. Oh. Well, we welcomed it with policies. You see, there are certain policies that were enacted that allowed it. And now, I'm shocked to say, Portland—the pendulum is swinging.
2: Every day in Portland, Oregon's Multnomah County, more than 6,000 people are experiencing homelessness. Now, as calls from some residents and business owners to clear encampments intensify, the city has passed a law making camping during the daytime illegal and putting extensive new restrictions on nighttime camping.
3: These changes are
2: vital to our community's ability to return to the vibrant place that we all love. The primary concern we hear from these small
1: What they're excluding from this news element, (laughs) by the way, is like Walmart and Whole Foods just left Portland. (laughs) (laughs) Like Target's gone. Every all the major stores have left Portland because of the homelessness and the crime.
2: Businesses, the lack of safety on the street, resulting in employees and customers not feeling safe coming into our district. But the law's critics
0: Oh, oh, God, you don't even have to show the yeah. video. I can picture what that woman looks like.
1: She was overweight, had blue hair, <laughs> and one of, those, one of those hoop earrings between her nose, you know people to pack up
2: every morning will destabilize <laughs> their lives further when we think of people
3: having to pack up their
0: belongings i'm guessing some shitty cat tattoos somewhere yes. on her body <laughs> absolutely and clothes uh, that are way too revealing for her body type
1: and her boyfriend was a dreadlocked black man homosexual you guessed it
3: <laughs> <laughs> a very alert. closeted homosexual <laughs> To expect people to carry that around <laughs> all day is just
2: unrealistic. This man has lived outside for 10 years. He has asked not to be identified for his safety.
3: People won't be able to keep up with their property and they'll end up losing some of the basic.
1: This guy sounds pretty coherent the- and <laughs> but,
0: you know, you like just have to you've lived this- your identity but because you-, you think we shouldn't <laughs> allow homeless people to no. just. Yeah, wait, if you're living on the
1: street, man, you're not anonymous. Like, you're out there, right? You're out there in the public. View, first of all.
0: No, 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 I'm saying this guy. They had to hide his identity. You're acting as if he's, like, ranting on the mob. They, all, he's saying, say, all he's saying in public <laughs> is, I don't think we should have homeless people all around our city. The guy they're interviewing is a
1: current homeless man of 10 years. He's a homeless, oh. home, He's an unhoused resident of Portland, Who's saying that uh, this is detrimental to his lifestyle? He didn't go um, anonymous. He's his name is anonymous in the news report, but they didn't blur out his face or anything. Oh. It's just he don't want to. He don't want his name out there. But he's just some homeless dude who's been homeless for ten years on the streets of Portland, dude. Everybody knows who you are. Okay.
0: I know. I know. Everybody knows I live in bus terminal four. <laughs> I just don't want them to know my name is Kevin. Yeah, but like,
1: <laughs> if you are. If you're somebody who lives in a place where there's a homeless guy there every day, you end up knowing the homeless guy. Like everybody knows yeah. who that homeless guy is. Yeah. If you don't know his actual name, you've created some sort of nickname amongst you and your coworkers to identify oh, yeah. this nutjob.
0: Oh, you guys have a whole story behind
1: him. <laughs> so I love the idea that he's to protect his identity. You know this. Well,
0: I don't know because that would make uh, that's inferring that people go to work. Yeah, that's right. We're talking Portland. Nobody's going to the office. (laughs) Barely working three days a week in this town. No doubt. Actually, you better keep Kevin there on the street. He's the only one who gets enough money. He's the only one buying bagels at the bagel store. He's
1: probably the only one holding down a steady gig, as in like collecting change at the street corner there. He's been there for 10 years.
0: It's consistent. That's what I'm saying, man. You know, 10 years...
1: (laughs) You can't get a job in 10 years. You've been there for 10 years. And listen to him. He sounds like a normal guy. Like you could, you could obviously be a barista and make coffee for three hours
0: a day, man. And if you're there long enough, they're about to make that a union gig, like $32 (laughs) an hour. For six months paternity leave. That's what's wrong. Get get a job at Starbucks, knock up one of the other Buristas, you just sit at home for six months collecting a paycheck, dude. You're in Portland. You you gotta really learn to milk the system for all it's worth, you know? I
1: think he has. He's he's a ten-year veteran of the streets in Portland, and he's on the news right now, getting interviewed through like a MacBook. Right? He's on a computer, by the way. He's not being interviewed (laughs) on the street, like they're interviewing him through his MacBook. (laughs) <laughs> this guy is not stretched for cash or struggling uh, by any means. He looks well showered. He has a better tan than I do. The thing I'm jealous of
0: is that Wi-Fi connection. How's
1: he getting <laughs> that for free? That's what I'm, he probably gets free connection at the library, dude. This dude doesn't even play, pay for internet. Oh, guaranteed he That's does. the problem with America, okay? There's a guy who's a 10-year vet, homeless dude, beggar in Portland, and he's complaining about new laws that are telling him he can't camp out on the street anymore. <laughs> And he's he's complaining about it on the news via free internet on his fucking MacBook that he somehow purchased. What the hell's going on here? There's a lot of problems with this story, man.
0: Yeah, this is pretty bad. I just I think. This... Well, to be fair, they would have interviewed the business owners, but they all already left. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> that was... <laughs>
1: We try to get some word from people who work, uh, you know, in the stores here on the streets, but they're all closed down.
0: They've all—they're all, all guys. So boarded We up. literally just have homeless and politicians. That's all we have left in Portland. That's
1: a great call. They got nobody else to interview. It's just the homeless guys <laughs> complaining that they're getting kicked out because they drove away all the business.
0: Then they're going after the politician. Like, what do you mean they're driving the business out? You literally have nobody to interview. How could you be so callous and cruel? The
1: unhoused, unbelievable. The unhoused
3: that people need to live comfortably.
2: He says he has had trouble finding open shelter beds. Some of the places have like about- How about you find a job life. and then a fucking <laughs> home? So, is that right there will <laughs> leave people in a vulnerable place. Those who repeatedly violate the law can face a $100 fine or up to 30 days in jail. Legal advocates for the unhoused say those fines and the law's ambiguous overnight camping restrictions could help render it unconstitutional.
3: Here, instead of helping them after they've been forced
2: to live outside we are literally trying to stop right there stop right there
0: who is forcing you to live outside
1: i don't know society the man
0: (laughs) there's nobody rich guys nobody nobody (laughs) is forcing (laughs) you
1: yeah man i know it's this is an insane i'm telling you again what they don't even realize in this story it's you these people the homeless and those defending the homeless you guys don't sound good. You don't come off as the good guys. You sound like a bunch of people who ruined a good city.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. percent and, and now you're complaining that after a decade of destroying the city, <laughs> the, the people, the voters, have voted people in in order for them to enact laws that get rid of you so they can make the city good again. You see how it works? They don't want homelessness <laughs> and crime. Nobody wants that in their fucking cities, man. Like it's no. it's insane. Like it's insane that this news station found a bunch of homeless people willing to complain about this. And be like, by the way, protect my identity, please.
0: Uh, you know. Uh, I, no, it's insane you should, this, this one on uh <clears throat> on our local news the other day was talking about a uh, a housed c- I forget what they called them housed c- housed citizen or something attacked his unhoused neighbor. Wow. There you go. What does that even mean?
1: Using neighbor mean, for a homeless person is
0: You mean a guy who owns a home attacked a man who refused to leave his property? Like what that, that's what that story is.
1: It's crazy what's going on here. And I think everybody needs to go look, take a good look here at Portland, man. It it had gotten so out of control, so out of hand that they now need to push these people out. And that's the bottom line. I think uh Denver, listen up. Chicago, I Chicago, okay, your well, lost cause, nothing you could do.
0: But uh, Denver, we have a chance.
1: Let's push them out, my man.
0: Well, somehow in Chicago, our homeless have homes. It's called the South Side. It's weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, though.
1: <laughs>
0: you are like, the on homeless. the streets begging and, like, playing the drums on the buckets and everything, but they all live with their grandma, <laughs> you know, 19 of them in one little home. I, I, I'm saying that as a man who's in his grandma's basement, just so you know.
1: That takes one to know one,
0: man. Come on. (laughs) Oh, oh, I can spot a loser a mile away, trust me. Or criminalize them. It's not
2: just in Oregon. After homelessness rates fell nationally in the early 2010s, they started going up again. Up 18% this year compared to last in the Washington, D.C. region. Up 7% in the Phoenix area. And up a whopping 139% in Metro Louisville. There's no place in this country if you work a minimum wage job. That you can afford a two-bedroom housing unit and only 10 percent of the country can you afford a one-bedroom unit making minimum wage debates over whether cities should crack down on encampments are also bubbling up from coast to coast in many communities across this country it's become illegal to be homeless numerous studies now suggest criminalization is more expensive than providing people with housing in California, one study predicts focusing on housing could save Orange County $42 million a year. Back in Portland, advocates for people experiencing homelessness, asking residents, business owners, and policymakers to focus on the community's shared goals.
3: We all want the same thing, right? We all don't want to see the suffering no, on that our
1: streets. This is such a terrible clip. Did you catch what she said at the end there? We all don't want to see the suffering on our streets. You see, you, you catch what she's saying and what these people are saying? We just want it off the streets. Just get it off of our streets. Send it yeah, to so somebody else's street.
0: <laughs> did, did you hear what they said? Working, nobody working a minimum wage job can afford a two-bedroom housing dwe- unit. Yeah. I You're know. Necessary. You're I not know. supposed to work 40 hours a week at McDonald's and go go home to your two-bedroom house that you pay for. You know what I mean? Of course. Of course, you know, I, I promise you right now, you could work minimum wage job full time, maybe do a little bit extra. And with the government subsidies that are out there, you could definitely afford at least a, sh- a, sh- a bedroom in a shared apartment.
1: You could definitely get an apartment, I imagine.
0: I think you could get a, at least a bedroom in a shared apartment. That's why, And like, I think that's what everybody, I don't know, I think that's what bothers people who actually work for a living and like you're trying to just give money to these people. Like, go work, man.
1: Well, I think what bothers people is a lot of our paychecks are being taxed, and then the money is going towards these programs that are giving cash to people who are doing nothing to truly earn it.
0: But it's one thing with like the mentally ill, but like in in Chicago, a lot of it is is just like the mentally ill and everything, but dude, I've seen it in Denver. I'm sure it's the same out there in portland a lot of it is like. Just kids from the Midwest Hippies, and dudes in their
1: yes. 20s who are, you know, with the sleeping bag, dragging the bag around, drugged out, strung out, man. And
0: they're little, making enough off the government to live. Yes.
1: Yeah, they know yeah. what they're doing. They're, they're probably even people who have a nice home back somewhere. People who probably have family who could cut them some, some checks, give them a little cash to keep rolling through the year. I mean again I told you I knew a guy for a long time uh, I see him every once in a while he's a he, he's chosen the life of a nomadic man he's on the streets happily he has a brother who made millions in the like the tech boom in the early 2000s that he contacts once in a great while he probably gets a little money from him and this guy is just homeless in Colorado When the weather's nice, then he goes to Austin and he's homeless down there when the weather's nicer than here.
3: Yeah.
1: And he just hangs out on the street. People give him shit because he hangs out and he's a, you know, fun dude.
0: And that's the problem is he can get away with it. He knows he's taken care of.
1: I'm, I'm thinking the, that's the deal here in Colorado. People are just, uh, there's so many programs put in place to help these people or to give them an opportunity to just continue what they're doing when there's really no incentive to get people into action to do stuff with their life. And we have an issue or a hard time hiring people to work or do anything around the city. Can't put these homeless people to work? They're able bodied, man. And a lot of them, we just heard in this interview, dude. There was a homeless guy in there who sound he was, you know, better spoken than some of the other people in that uh,
0: clip, and they were like government officials. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. I just, ha- I have been having this argument a lot lately about the veteran, uh, the VA and everything, and I, I really don't, th- people just don't do good when you give them money. Yeah, I totally and agree. There's a lot of guys out there who hey listen, if you're in a wheelchair you lost a leg or something, or you're like gravely injured from the military, you deserve every penny, take it. But there's a lot of guys out there who just, you know, milk the system. And they're you know, you just keep saying your back hurts and then you get out with a disability and they're just collecting paychecks, you know? And you think you're beating the system, but it's not good for you. It's really not good for you. It's not good to have a cushion. You know, sometimes you got to you got to hit that trapeze without the safety net. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's how you really that's how you make sure you land it. You know? Yeah, man, absolutely. Well,
1: we got a homelessness issue uh, nationwide and uh, I don't really see um, any answers for it. I know you don't. You, you know, we both agree it's a lot of mental health, maybe mostly oh. mental health. A lot of drug abuse, I think, I plays into it. it. Yeah, I see for
0: Yeah, no, there is an answer for it. You gotta get rid of all this bullshit, uh, all this bullshit money we're giving to these people, right? Okay, yeah. And you gotta start doing the, you know, I, I, I like the idea where you can't just sleep outside, right? Especially in a city. Like, you just can't sleep outside. We have a shelter. You don't want to go in there because you can't do drugs? Well, here's what we get. We, we'll send you to a rehab. That's
3: You don't want right. to go
0: there? I mean, what do you want from us? We're giving you all the options in the world other than sit on the street and do drugs. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the answer. You know what I mean? You can either go to rehab, you can either go to the shelter, you know? Yeah. Or, or do you really have mental problems? man? Maybe we really do need to start opening up hospitals again for long-term mental care.
1: I couldn't agree more because there are some seriously mentally deranged... Insane motherfuckers out there, and they are just driving around their cars, getting out of their cars, and just screaming insane shit.
0: Are you watching me on the Kennedy?
2: Oh my god! Oh my goodness gracious, it happened! Oops, you did it again!
1: This is Michael Rappaport. He's uh what the
2: fuck is this This is Michael
1: Rapaport celebrating Trump's indictment. <laughs> yeah, he recorded himself live outside. Oh
2: my god. Oh my goodness gracious, it happened. Oops. You did it again. You got indicted and just last week you were mocking. You were mocking smoking Joe Biden. Because he fell down. you couldn't help yourself. You and your stupid son, your idiotic son, couldn't help yourself. I bet you Joe didn't fall down tonight. No, i bet you Joe was up doing backflips, doing cartwheels, doing somersaults when he found out that you got indicted again. You got indicted again. Who thinks that Joe fell down tonight? I guarantee you Joe was jumping for joy. Oh, yeah.
1: That's uh, Michael Rappaport. He pulled over his uh, car, apparently, in the middle of New York City somewhere, and got out and screamed <laughs> that insanity into his cell phone, recorded it, and then put it out on a TikTok or whatever the hell he puts his stuff out on Twitter. Uh, this is Trump derangement syndrome. This oh. is total insanity. I, I could not I- believe everything, Mike. Everything was about Trump for the last 72 still, hours.
0: It, dude, it still is. Every time CNN comes from a, back from a break. Trump indictments. Like, dude, who... Did you guys think he wasn't going to get indicted? There's like... Let me... <laughs> Michael Rappaport, spoiler alert. There's like four more indictments coming down the chimney. <laughs> Didn't we do here. one a month ago? I thought we just did one. Did we not do one? <laughs> yeah, no, no, there's four more coming. Remember you guys said it's not a witch hunt, and then you opened eight cases in eight different districts against the guy? (laughs) (laughs) I really don't think
1: Rob Reiner can handle four more Haymaker heart attacks, man. Like It's just going
0: to (laughs) be too much for this guy. Oh, God, don't turn on the black light at his apartment. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) That guy's been coming all over the place with these indictments.
1: <laughs> I have to say I was very busy this weekend. Emma and I were uh, babysitting some young fellas. And so uh, I didn't have a chance to really dive into the news, man. And I think it was Thursday. Is that when it hit? I I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's like Thursday
0: or Friday. Thursday night,
1: we had just maybe
0: finished the podcast that night. Was, because Trump blew the news early. He blew his load early. Yes. Yeah, that's what it was. So he, I think he announced on Thursday that it was coming. That's his, right. His his lawyers were warned. Yeah. And that it was officially released on Friday. And uh, yeah, I I I don't know. Like, are you guys really that?
1: Is this huge? I don't know because, uh, I again, I was a little bit pulled away from the media this the last few days, and but when I dipped in to kind of catch up for today's show, I was just like, holy cow, this is all anybody's talking about. They are obsessed. They're blowing their loads over this. I thought Because we,
0: this one is uh, federal. This is over the Mar-a-Lago
1: documents, <laughs> the, if I'm dagger. not mistaken. I saw David Hogg, that little... Uh, dipshit who loves to <laughs> rip on gun rights uh tweeted some photo out he that guy's gonna everybody beware that piece of crap is gonna run for politics and he's going to be our greatest nightmare in 10 years i promise oh, yeah. you i oh, that promise
0: he's gonna be standing up there waiting on control.
1: Absol- that, maybe the best david hogg impression i've ever heard actually right there <laughs> I think that was
0: right on the money. I'm going to fight for gun control, even though if we had gun control, I would have no career. <laughs> that's right. Well, he's. Well, that's how you know he's a great Democrat already. He's the- He's literally made a career out of something he doesn't actually want to change.
1: <laughs> or know anything about. He's the Greta Thunberg of uh, gun control. <laughs> how, how
0: dare you, Fred. How dare you!
1: <laughs> I saw Greta recently. She's put on that freshman 15. You know, I read she just graduated high school yeah. at age 20.
0: Yeah, dude. I mean, haven't you noticed? She's looking more downsy every day.
1: Every day, the downsy sets in a little stronger. There's no little, doubt yeah, about
0: little, it. She gets a little downer. You know. What I'm <laughs> <saying>?
1: <laughs> I was reading. Um, uh, more so. There's some sort of like potential alcohol fetal syndrome thing going on mm-hmm. there. Maybe that's why she's got that whole look going on.
0: Where's she from? Sweden. I thought they had such great health care. They can't fix it.
1: I think she's a clone made by Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, and they've sent her out to. She does
0: look a lot like that sheep.
1: They've got <laughs> hands right. She's got a close Dolly resemblance going on there.
3: <laughs> she's
1: very sheepish. <laughs> oh man, I just don't. I don't like the fact that this Greta Thunberg has been. Uh, this face of climate change for the millennials now for years she's never gone to school apparently so she's graduating now at age twenty and she made some statement how she's unfortunately no oh. longer able to uh, be ditching
0: school to protest because she's no longer in school. To be fair to Greta, she's more on the uh, John Kerry Al Gore plan, and <laughs> dude, to sell to sell climate change, you don't need a degree. No, you need a private jet. <laughs> well, she's got it. You, know? <laughs> right. you, you need a you need an undeserved sense of entitlement to tell people how <laughs> to live their lives. That's two boxes checked. checked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, you have to have a failure to see the hypocrite, <laughs> the, the, the hypocritic, the hip- <laughs> I can't even say it, hypocritical. <laughs> hypocritical nature of your actions of flying around the world Uh, in a private jet while telling people not to drive a gas car. That's right.
1: And uh, you have... Here's what bothers me, too. You're 20. You have no right to go anywhere in front of any microphone and tell me how to live my life or what life is all about. You have no idea. You're 20 years old. You have no clue what you're talking about. You're a joke. You've been used by your parents and the World Economic Forum and these other eco-alliance yeah i think so man yeah
0: never seen her parents well what this do they look like?
1: furthers my belief that she was cloned in the lab i can only stress uh <clears> oh <throat> well, we got a bunch of nut jobs out there on the left including michael Rappaport, who number one looked very unhealthy in this video and number two sounded like shit on top of it all and number three psychotic man you people are losing your minds. You're pulling over your cars to celebrate and dance in the streets and film yourself over the Trump indictments, part two, electric boogaloo. There's going to be six more volumes of this, probably two more years of Jan Six committees. Like, this will never end with you ass clowns. You guys are just obsessed with this. It'll never well, this end. One's, it's just Trump forever. This, for
3: them.
0: this one, supposedly, uh, it's federal court. And they're pushing it, they're expediting it. So this is going to be like, they're going to be done by December or something like that.
1: Great, it's going to have the exact same effect that all (laughs) the other witch hunt political uh, con jobs that we've seen
0: go down. Frank, Frank, it's not a witch hunt. Just because they they vowed they're going to end this one the day before his one in New York starts. This is not (laughs) a witch hunt,
1: Frank. Well, I believe, and I'm pretty sure we could have predicted this beforehand, it's having having opposite effects.
0: Let's break all of this down now with ABC's Deputy Political Director Avery Harper and legal contributor Kate Shaw. Good morning to you both this morning. Avery, I want to start with you because there's some new polling out this morning on former President Trump's favorability with voters. And this poll was conducted after the indictment was announced, and it appears to show some good news for Trump.
3: That's right. When you look at this latest ABC News Ipsos poll, what we find is that the number of Americans who view Trump favorably has gone up, while the number of Americans who view him unfavorably has gone down. You have to remember, before his first indictment, Hmm. Trump has argued uh, that uh, criminal charges could boost his popularity, and that could very well be part of what we're seeing here. Uh, You have to remember his rhetoric of his campaign has largely been one of retribution, revenge, framing himself as the victim. And there's a segment of his base that is going to stick By him no matter what i think that's part of the folks that we heard elizabeth speak to and his campaign is undoubtedly going to continue to take advantage of that
1: so i want to remind people out there especially those who didn't vote for trump or even despise the man and can't comprehend why people vote for the guy or support the guy when he ran in 2016 he ran on the idea that he was going to drain the swamp and that if he did the people in the swamp were going to stop at nothing to take him out of office and do you know what happened the people in the swamp stopped at nothing to take this man out of office. I'm not kidding. Do you know how I have proof? They're continuing to stop at nothing to take this man out of office. It's still playing out in real time. They they, they admitted it's true that they created and falsified the Steele dossier, the Russian hoax, uh, collusion. It was all a scam. It was all c- created by the Hillary Clinton campaign it was sanctioned and approved and allowed by the Obama administration and they in Cahoot's with the FBI allowed it to take place and go on the entire thing Vindman all those days where they you know stopped the presses and did the uh you know Adam Schiff led all those meetings in the Senate and all the, in the House and all those hearings. Everything that took place for four years, it was all a lie. It was all a scam. It was a circus. It was an actual circus. And they were actual clowns dancing and performing for you. And you all believed it. Yeah. Oh, I just saw that and today. Trump, Trump said that that's what would happen. And did now, that?
0: Did yeah. you see that? You just brought it up. Did you see that uh, circus and bread clip?
1: Well, circus, yeah, that's um, that is the a. Romans. It's the Romans, yes. You, you give them uh, circus and bread.
0: It's been going around, yeah. Circus and bread.
1: Well, I just think it's funny that, and I wish people on the other side would understand. This guy who is not an enjoyable person to vote for or support on any means, but he is the guy who said we're going to drain the swamp, and when I do it, they're going to stop at nothing to take me out. That's what they did. They're still continuing that, and he's oh, yeah. it trying it. to go I don't back. Like,
0: I don't like. I don't like Trump. I don't like Biden. But everybody who's ever been in power is telling me to vote for Biden.
1: Yes, you. That's,
0: that's got. That's got me worried. what's going on here?
1: And they tried fake Russian collusion stories, P tapes. Yeah. They uh, sued him with yeah, the you porn stars. You couldn't change
0: our mind with the fake stories, so now you're just.
1: Grab him by the pussy. Arresting
0: him. Everything.
1: It's just so much. And and now, okay, now what we're going to do for two years leading up to the election is we're going to hit him month after month with indictment after indictment over at this point. Nobody cares. You've indicted him over so many things. You,
0: you impeached him. Oh, Ravaport him. didn't even mention why he was indicted.
1: <laughs> you impeached the guy over something to do with Ukraine, and now we're sending more money, by the way. I want to remind everyone we just agreed to send more money this week to Ukraine. Oh, no, no,
0: no, no. It's even worse than that. You guys impeached him because he wanted information on on Joe Biden, who now it's coming out. Did definitely, illegally, force Ukraine to fire that guy, whoever, I forgot who it yeah, was. Yeah, it
1: came out this weekend, actually, in court documents, unsealed documents, that the big guy is Joe Biden.
0: Yeah, oh, it absolutely was. We, yeah, oh, we all was so no, we much came need, out this weekend. <laughs> I assure you, we here
1: at the Dude Man Podcast did not need any unsealing of classified documentation to tell us that the big guy was Joe Biden. I think it was pretty obvious in oh, no. everything else, it, but...
0: And that's why they did the indictment, dude. They literally, everything, every time something comes out about Joe Biden, there's a Trump indictment.
1: Yes, yes, exactly. Each and every time we get some news about Hunter and the big guy, there's another indictment on Trump. And the news, man, it's just so thick. Everything is
0: Trump, man.
1: It was so hard to find something to talk about other than Trump.
0: Did, uh, CNN, uh, every 15 minutes, is bringing on a different expert to explain why it's different than Joe Biden.
1: Oh, because they found sure. the documents there, and then Pence's
0: documents? Let us. Well, they forget. both had documents, but Trump lied about it, Frank. It's the obstruction. <laughs> so, the, the obstruction. The, the cover-up is always far worse than the crime, Frank. That's right, man. <laughs> uh, it's a wild
1: show. Uh, we're fortunate, I guess, to be experiencing it. I just thought it was very uh, funny that... You know, look at this, uh, the reaction, over the top, very... Too
0: much. Too too much. much. Leave it alone. I'm so sick of Trump. And in the meantime, the fucking Unabomber died.
1: Man, are you psycho or are you reading the show notes? I think Dude, you're uh, hitting the docket a little harder.
0: I'm oh, yeah. just, I just got to get off of Trump here because not the biggest news of the weekend.
1: No, I agree. And I actually... it's 900
0: have, in indictment. I don't care. The Unabomber died, man. I wasn't uh,
1: too interested in the Trump thing. I was more interested in this. And that's why I put it on the docket. And I got a nice little snippet, uh, a
3: little trip down memory lane, if you will. Decades after his reign of terror gripped the country, the man known as the Unabomber was found unresponsive this morning at a North Carolina prison. No cause of death has been released. Ted Kaczynski had been moved to the medical facility a year and a half ago.
0: Another bombing is making the news tonight.
3: The one-time mathematics prodigy played a deadly cat and mouse game with the FBI in a nationwide bombing campaign that stretched nearly two decades. The FBI, the other agencies involved are... Working on this with as much diligence as I've ever seen in an investigation. The only clue to his identity: this sketch made after a witness saw him planting a bomb.
1: You guys remember the pencil sketch? The guy with the hoodie and the gla- the sunglasses, the, glasses. the curly hair, kind of poking <laughs> out under the.
0: Dude, how many times has that been in the comedy? Oh man, the, the, the like universe
1: that was a that was iconic, man. I have a friend. And we were in elementary school, I believe, and he dressed—I recall—as the Unabomber (laughs) for Halloween. It was very funny, really very on the money, and awesome parents for allowing that, in my opinion.
2: Unabomber has been obsessed with wood. Everybody needs a hero. was a timber industry lobbyist in Sacramento.
3: The FBI would dub him a twisted genius for mailing or hand-delivering several bombs over the years. His device... Oh, he was black? Oh,
0: no, this was the 80s. Is it it Jonathan
3: Majors?
1: It'll be fun. They're going to have Jonathan Majors play him in uh, a biography
0: movie. Nowadays, only the uh, the blacks are the geniuses.
1: <laughs> Good call, dude. Call back. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Jonathan Majors? Jamar Majors. Where's he at, man? I
0: was thinking about it because uh, uh, what's his name? I think it was um, Patrice O'Neal had a bit about it where he talked about the DC snipers. Yeah, man. Where they were fucking masterminds, geniuses, diabolical. And then they found out <laughs> it was just two black guys in a trunk. That's right. <laughs> Two black guys in a Chevy,
1: but still creepy genius. That's a creepy fucking thing to do.
0: Oh, I think that was one of the worst murders in our lifetime. Yeah, that was one of the scariest because, because it was they t- were just picking off random people at gas stations.
1: So random, so frightening that two individuals could just have this twisted idea and they're just gonna go for it
0: and just fucking they drilled a the hole in the trunk of a car yeah, dude, a oh, guy man. gets in the trunk and then another guy pulls up oh that is diabolical
1: it's pure evil man and they did this uh, up and down the eastern seaboard is that right it was just like uh, Pennsylvania yeah, New, so, York, like New York parts of maybe South Carolina or something I mean I feel like they were up and down and just Hitting random people. You're right. At the gas stations, that was one of the more fucked up things in our lifetime. Yeah. Back again. We we bring it up every once in a while here, but you know, the lack of serial killers and creativity in the uh, the modern era murder. I like the
0: SSRIs. They killed the creativity of the millennial generation. <laughs> 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 you know, the, the ingenuity. No, they're serial killers.
3: And injured nearly two dozen more. <laughs>
0: The letter was mailed to the San
3: Francisco newspaper. In 1995, the universe. Oh, wow, dude, the, dude, the most
0: surprising musical. thing about this whole thing, I didn't know he only killed three people. Well, he what injured he injured a
1: dozen, and the what's interesting about the Unibobber... Uh, Ted <laughs> Ted Kaczynski, I think, wasn't really in it for the murder count, per se. I think he was more into the game for the awareness to his manifesto and, like, uh, what he was trying, I think he was trying to draw attention to the government and what the government was doing and, uh, maybe something there that we, um, aren't paying attention to. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. But, <clears throat> you know what? I got to go back and look at that manifesto. They published it it's as probably they interesting said. interesting now in to look back. I mean, he was
1: not a dumb fella. You know what I'm they saying? never
0: are. Like, Frick, the CIA, they don't recruit dummies.
1: Well, he was a Harvard professor, I believe.
0: Wasn't he connected to the CIA or okay, the Okay, so uh,
1: in his second year at Harvard, Kaczynski participated in a study, uh, this purpose yeah. purposely brutalizing psychological experiment led by psychologist Henry Murray, and uh, looks like this was probably some sort of CIA based uh, For sure. deal and let's see here some sources have suggested that murray's experiments were part of project MKUltra and the cia central mm-hmm. intelligence agency's program of research into mind control so there is a lot of actual substantial <clears throat> i guess you could say believable speculation behind the fact that he was probably controlled by the CIA and MKUltra, and he was... Okay, so uh, Ted
0: Kaczynski, Charles Manson. I mean...
1: I mean, this is pretty interesting stuff. I totally forgot that that was crazy. the
0: deal here. Uh, so, he's... I told you, man, that's why we don't have serial killers anymore. Because the CIA stopped making them. Good call. So <laughs> I agree with you. I t- I fully agree,
1: and I'm going to put it to rest that you are right on the money. Now that I see, this is smack in my face. I mean, since we're talking Unabomber Ted Kaczynski, he was quite literally tested on by the CIA, and they used the MK Ultra stuff. I think, and they- they're just hold on,
0: and they're just admitting like, how connected to the CIA were you to for them to be like, okay, we'll admit. He might have been part of this experiment we had going. That's it, though. You know what I mean? (laughs) What's crazy is they admit MKUltra was a thing. That's what I don't think people realize. Yeah, that was just in the open. It's just out there.
1: (laughs) Well, they also admitted they killed Kennedy. Like, (laughs) we've admitted, yes, we killed Kennedy and we MKUltra people... Yeah, so, like, right. yeah, they, right. they probably controlled Oswald to kill Kennedy and whoever else was involved. Cough, cough, hey, all Bush. that shit
0: Snowden said, you thought that was bad. <laughs> 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 we, we have aliens. We've been spying on you. We killed Kennedy. You And after we killed Kennedy, we took over the government, and you've been in a security state ever since.
1: That's right. And we've been mind-controlling you from day one.
0: Any other questions?
1: <laughs> and all famous people you've ever heard of
0: are clones. And yes, this whole uh, energy push and electric cars, that's all to uh, be able to lock you in your homes.
1: And there is one conspiracy theory that reigns above all else that is true, folks. Flat moon theory. <laughs> the moon is flat. We have, our, we have our best men working on
0: it. have not been able to distribute. <laughs>
1: it's, it's a slice of provolone cheese. I'm telling you right now. You fly right through that sucker. It's delicious. To be
0: fair, they say you can tread together, or you can. <laughs> Probe alone, baby. Alone. Yeah! <laughs> Where's Trevor? That guy's a genius. The millennial uh, Aristotle.
1: <laughs> the philosopher of our times. The hero we didn't know we
0: needed. <laughs> the sandwich baker. <laughs> Boulder, Colorado.
3: <laughs> First to publish a manifesto, Kaczynski mailed them, hoping it would generate new leads. It did. When David Kaczynski recognized the thinking of his brother and reported him to the FBI,
2: it wouldn't have been right to allow him to uh, to hurt anyone else.
1: He got sold out
0: by his brother, man. Own brother, man. He
2: yeah. had to be stopped.
1: That's how you know 30. they're not Italian.
0: <laughs> You know what they say about Italians. You know what they say. Difference between a friend and family. Friends will keep a secret. Friend- <laughs> family will help you hide the body.
3: That's
1: right. You see, in our family, <laughs> if they had busted, used the Unabomber, and they had you in custody, I would have dressed up as the Unabomber, you know, and like gone out and like thrown off the whole thing. they be like, oh no, we oh, saw the yeah. Unabomber. No, you don't got him anymore. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Got to mess with them. It's all a psychological game. See what I'm saying?
0: Then I would have been arrested. And that's if- why we got three of us because we just blame Tony, <laughs> <laughs> no matter what. T
3: ninety
0: six. See, see, what's his name? What's that f- with the red hair? The royal. <laughs> the spare. That, you- He's the spare. <laughs> so you think it, you think it's bad being a spare? <laughs> the third one's the sacrificial lamb. <laughs> Tony's. the I'm the spare. Tony's the lamb. <laughs> you know what I mean. That's why the moms love the baby the most. They know what's coming. <laughs> 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 You're not going to sacrifice the air or the spare. Wow. Good call, my man. Good call. You know? Yeah, right. stop crying.
2: <laughs> to allow him to uh, to hurt anyone else.
0: That's how you connect yeah, Kaczynski to 20. Harry. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what's the guy's name? Harry Spare? Harry Markle, isn't that his name? Harry, uh, he, he would take the chick's name. <laughs> oh, he's a <laughs> like that, dude, you know he's... I, We had my name until we found out they were racist. Now I'm a Markle. <laughs> I even took her first name as my middle name. I'm now Harry Meghan Markle. <laughs> Harry
1: Spare. I like Harry Spare. <laughs> He, should, he needs to use the spare as his empowerment, you know? Become the spare. I didn't right. like Sparrow. I turned it
0: into the Sparrow.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you said Sparrow.
1: I, I turned spare
0: into Sparrow made it my own.
1: Yeah. He actually just became Johnny Depp. He's now Jack Sparrow. And uh,
0: <laughs> it's his new persona. Now they both walk in the desert. Play- <laughs> Johnny Johnny plays the guitar, <laughs> Harry plays the bass. <laughs> Savage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay.
3: Ted Kaczynski. Sorry, man. The third 1996... In uh, I'm not sorry, this guy doesn't even Kizinsky. deserve his...
1: Oh, I think Shit. it's so interesting in fact, the fact that we just dug down into his c i a roots and m k ultra stuff, I knew there was just i wanted to play it because I was so down with um the history behind this dude. There's a lot there to unpack. This is before also like the internet you know like back then yeah. you know if you were coming up with these conspiracies or if you had any of these ideas, you'd had you would have to be digging pretty deep in some, you know, weird ways to get that kind of info.
0: We talked about it the other not too long ago about how like a, uh, a lot of the guys in my cl- like in my plumbing class, weren't even born at nine eleven. That's right, man. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. And and they know about it because they like teach it on nine eleven in school. And that's right? weird,
1: to not but, have been yeah. there.
0: But, like, uh, I really, I can't wait for Tuesday because I want to ask them if they even know about the Unabomber. I bet you they never even heard about it. Good call. And these are guys 20 years old. Here's a good,
1: I think an interesting test for most people is to ask what they know about the Oklahoma City bombing which is co- widely considered a government-run operation as well. Can,
0: can I be honest with you? When I first heard Ted Kaczynski died, I thought he was the Oklahoma City.
1: Yes, runner. he often... I know. <laughs>
0: dude, that's so funny. He actually often gets confused for that. Uh, because but, it was like, the, dude, there was a lot of fucking people... But, dude, that was a crazy time, man. The CIA was creating some crazy people. Can you see you the know?
1: pattern now? How they go through this like groove where they try different tactics to... Mess with the regular folk and everybody's everyday lives. And you create these moments of terror. It creates all this fear and panic in the everyday citizen. It doesn't allow them this moment to kind of be calm and, you know, live their life, relax, hang out in the garden, read a book.
0: Which is is what everybody essentially wants. Just live their life. Yeah,
1: so that you can almost assume that these, this havoc... You know it is meant to just have const- this constant state of fear invoked in people. The bombings were a great way to do it, but it was probably end up you know it was costly and it you know served its purpose then Now they moved on yeah. to the mass shootings, obviously, there's no doubt about it dude the the string of mass shootings
0: y- oh, they're always in a chat room with the c i a or the it's FBI. It's insane right, dude, you're right. dude the totally mass, mass shootings are just
1: it, it's you're totally right so What we need to be looking out for is the next one. Eventually, people catch on. Hey, these mass shootings. Stop right here.
0: If anybody's listening, anytime Frank's talking CIA and I agree with him, you need to be scared. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. Every time. I'm getting scared at how much I'm agreeing with you. You know what I mean? Like, holy shit, this is the end of the world. they're always behind this shit so you, you know. I'm ordering ammo as we speak whatever <laughs> yeah
1: well I think the push right now in my mind the reason for the constant mass shootings is the eventual state of fear where people the voters agree to vote in these the gun buyback which is what they did in the UK they did it in Australia yeah they do the gun buyback they force
0: you to give in right. your your weapons that's it starts with the buyback and then it just becomes yes they force you
1: the buyback is the scariest moment it really is because that's when you no longer have the support of your neighbors and so i gotta say i don't really see that happening here in america Mm. it just doesn't seem to have i i think you know what were we just covering uh the trump thing okay so they're uh going so hard, obsessively hard. I can't stress enough how you can't avoid this just nonstop Trump uh you know, tube in session over this indictment. And so y- you just have to look the other way. You know what I'm saying? And I you have to think that there's a reason for it. And when the focus is on the shootings and the gun buybacks, well all right, they want us to be fucking Australia. It's pretty obvious. All right, and, and, you know, with the Trump obsession stuff, I can't get over the fact that when this guy was in office, we weren't in any major wars, and it seems like you guys allowed this insane supposed virus leak out because you wanted to take this dude out of office. <laughs> it's starting to feel that yeah. way.
0: And the proof is
1: now in the pudding. You know
0: what? And the more, the more that comes out, I'm not even, I'm really, de- I'm really believing COVID was more of a psyop than a virus leak from a lab.
1: Yes. I don't think there was any so, danger whatsoever to the general was public. Was there
0: a virus? You know what I mean? Was there even really a virus?
1: I think uh, you could chalk it up with, is there even a Dylan Mulvaney? As I proposed in the
0: previous episode. <laughs> no, but you're the one who brought it up early in, in the COVID was like the the the, the 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 people at the top, they're not going to release a virus that's deadly because they're afraid it'll kill them. Yes. That's, that's a great point. You can't control the virus. And that's what I mean. Maybe they just released this virus that is literally nothing. Everybody just gets it. You don't even know you had it. And it would just became this giant psyop. Maybe people were literally just getting the flu like you get every year.
1: But the uh, certain characteristics, the loss of uh, taste and smell. Yeah, but
0: but maybe... I. No, I think, dude, a lot of that was... Like, I didn't... Dude, okay. I love our brother, Tony, right? (laughs) But Tony is very susceptible to suggestion. Sure, yeah.
1: Most people are, though.
0: And so, like, he was, like... Right away when he got COVID, that was it. He goes, oh, I got COVID, but I'm okay. He's like, I just, I can't, I don't know. He just, he, he did the whole thing. You know what I mean? Sure. When I had COVID, I still tasted shit. I still smelled shit. Actually, I honestly think my, my taste and smell got, it was like a little bit better because I wasn't <laughs> able to smoke.
3: Right.
0: <laughs> it was killing That's my right, lungs man. when I yeah. smoked. So I like quit and like four days <laughs> later, I was tasting better than ever, you know? <laughs> Yeah, man. I, I don't know. I think it was more of like a, I think it was really more of a up than anything like you up.
1: Yes, I believe it was a trick.
0: Because I dude, I know at <laughs> least two people in my life, at least two people that were in my life, that they, they like tested positive for COVID. And they were like, they felt so bad. They had no taste. They had no smell. They had the this, they had the that. And then it, it turned out to be a false positive.
1: I believe firmly that all the colds and variations of the flus are a result of new vaccines that are introduced in the public. I think there's nothing different to say about COVID-19. They just branded it differently, scared the shit out of everyone, convinced everyone that they had to be locked in. We all know the story, uh, but now nobody really wants to admit that they had been had. That's the problem we have yeah. the only way forward and, and past the next time they pull this bullshit on us is to convince people that they were had and they, they won't be ever convinced. And, and here's the thing, too, that that gets me with the idea that I've supported from day one, that it was a psyop. Yes. And that there was never really a, a deadly disease because Bill Gates would never release it, you know, for his own. Look, look at Bill Gates. The man does not scream health. Okay, he's not going to release something out there that could you know uh, where you dude, where the peasants you can survive, but he what, can't.
0: Did you see what came out about Bill Gates?
1: I can't wait for this, man.
0: Oh my God! Okay, so the world, <clears throat> the World Health Fund or the World Health Organization. Oh yeah, fund, funding, right? <laughs> the head of the World Health Organization, she pretty much came out and said they have thirty percent of their uh, budget is guaranteed. The rest, they depend on donors. And she pretty much admitted that every donor, they give you the money and it comes with certain stipulations. <laughs> right? This is good. This is good stuff. And 88% of that 70% donations <laughs> yeah, man. for the World Health Organization <laughs> budget comes from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation.
1: Oh, hey yeah.
0: <laughs> And guess what? I can't it wait. It comes with stipulations. <laughs> it's fucking Uh-oh. insane. And do you know who just became part of the World Health Organization? Who's that? North Korea.
1: That's an interesting twist. I didn't see that one coming. I was thinking, <laughs> maybe New Zealand or you know, South Africa. I don't know. Okay. North North Korea. Let's do it.
3: Yeah, man.
1: <laughs> yeah well that makes sense I read their ambassador is going to be Dennis Rodman so that should be uh, a really good time there the worm yeah.
0: Yeah, the worm is a huge fan oh team. yeah that's right oh okay so I guess they've been part of the world Health organization forever but they just got like some chair position
1: well I'm nervous about all of this
0: <laughs> I'm not going to yeah lie. yeah yeah so I don't know man I just yeah
1: it's funny only because they just discovered or released um, some information about how, you know, those... Remember those labs that Russia was accusing us of having in Ukraine? They're saying that they're they're real and we have them there. It, I can't imagine the labs we're going to start building or have already built in North Korea. It's going to be game over.
0: Oh, imagine what we could do with that
1: slave labor. That's what I'm Ooh. saying, man. We're, we're no... Uh... <laughs> Stranger to you know exporting some labor overseas. <laughs> you
0: know? These Asians, they don't they don't complain half as much as the black. You know what
1: I mean? <laughs> and with that, folks, there's no doubt about it. This is the fastest hour in the universe. Believe it or not, we are at that point in time. It's true. It's crazy. I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, they built the railroads. You don't hear a peep out of these guys. <laughs> we mm-hmm.